Welcome to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor for over 35 years in Southwest Florida and creator of Basic Essentials Wellness. Six basic time-tested principles that when applied to your life can result in remarkable changes. Coffee with the Doc is designed to inform you, motivate you, and encourage you along your wellness journey. Health and wellness is a choice. Thanks for joining us today. Here's Dr. Schaefer. Hey, welcome back to Coffee with the Doc. Uh, we uh, we talk here a lot about wellness and different ways to apply wellness. I, I've done a couple of presentations uh, recently to business groups, and the topic for today is going to be uh, wellness in the workplace. And you're going to be a little surprised, uh, as I was in in this whole topic. And I I get I get the the concept of it. And a lot of companies have wellness programs, especially some of the larger companies have wellness programs for their workplace. Um, not only does it benefit the employees, the team, the staff, but there's also a lot of research that says how much it benefits the company. So we'll talk about a, a couple of these things. Uh, so I, I want to kind of explain, which, which we have done many times, but so real briefly what, what wellness is. Uh, we'll talk about how the, the workplace can kind of have a positive impact on individuals in the area of wellness. We'll, we'll talk real briefly on some simple steps that can be taken by any business, small or large, to promote wellness within their, within their, uh, within their workplace. And I'll give you a couple of, uh, of resources uh, that you can go to that are very helpful for all of this. I've mentioned many times my story on getting into wellness, so I'm not going to backtrack and go over that again, but uh, essentially a medical doctor had been talking to chiropractors uh, at a convention I was at, and he encouraged us and pointed to us and said, you know, you guys are much better suited to help with the wellness problem that our country is suffering from. And by and large, uh, all of the uh, top 10 or 15 conditions that our country struggles with our lifestyle in origin. Some other statistics that I found uh, very interesting, but also point towards this. Uh, the AMA just recently stated that stress is a causative factor in 80 to 85 percent of all illness. Now, did you get that number? 80 to 85 percent of all illness, stress is a causative factor. And still today, mental health is the number one reason why individuals go to the doctor. We also see uh, 100,000 deaths a year due to medical errors. And the model that we utilize, which this medical doctor talked to us chiropractors some 15 years ago, and is still the case today, the U.S. leads the world in pharmaceutical consumption per capita. Now, think about that for a second. But you think, okay, well, yeah, medicine is, is so helpful. We, we've got the greatest medicines in the world and we consume the most of them. But in terms of the top 10 or 15 industrialized nations in the world, where do we rank in terms of our overall health? Dead last. Do you hear that? Dead last. Out of industrialized nations, we are dead last in overall health. Folks that have health insurance 50% of them are on some kind of medications and 30% of seniors are taking five or more medications. So this medical doctor that was speaking to us chiropractors went on to explain that he didn't believe we were trying to attack wellness in the proper manner. In other words, better chemistry doesn't bring about better health. 
that the bulk of our problems is our lifestyle. And that's what we talk about here on Coffee with the Doc. Well, here's what the World Health Organization defines, how they define health. I'm not too big on the World Health Organization, but uh, I do like their definition of of well-being or or health. Wellness is an active process. Now, remember that. It's an active process of becoming aware of and making choices towards a healthy and fulfilling life. Wellness is more than being free from illness. It is a dynamic process of change and growth. Active process, dynamic process. So that kind of sounds like we need to be doing something. And that is, again, what we try to talk about here on Coffee with the Doc. If you go online and look up wellness, you'll see a whole bunch of different definitions. They all have different dimensions to them, different aspects, including the physical, occupational, emotional, spiritual, environmental, uh, financial, social, intellectual. And as we've talked about many times, I, I look at it as a wagon wheel, the spokes of the wheel. And what I researched and, and others researched as well, there's basically about six principles. You'll see these varying in definition, but we talk about them all the time here on Coffee on the Dock. Proper activity, which is getting moving, proper nutrition, proper rest, proper mental, emotional, spiritual well-being, proper structure, and then number six, purging and eliminating toxins. Uh, I talked a couple of weeks ago about how these principles help our resiliency. Our body's constantly trying to get back to health or what we call homeostasis. We're being attacked all the time from an emotional, physical, and chemical aspect. We're being attacked that uh, take away our resiliency. So following the rules of health allows our body to be resilient. We can get back to, to wellness. So how does the workplace come into play in all of this? How, how can the workplace help with this whole process? Well, I don't know about you, but uh, a big chunk of my waking hours are <laughs> at work. I mean, yes, I spend a lot of time at home and with my family, and I'm always trying to figure out better ways and more ways to do that. But still, by and large, look back historically, I've spent an awful lot of time at work, and so do a lot of other places. So we're at work uh, an awful lot at work. Uh, and for me and probably a lot of other people, it's where we contact the greatest number of people. I mean, I talk to the most number of people by and large, by, by far, you know, in my workplace as I do in any other place. And that's probably true for a lot of us. We get home, we got our immediate family, our spouse, our kids that are there. And, but at work, we can come in contact with a whole bunch of people. And it's, it's a really good environment to positively or negatively impact people in the workplace. So we look at companies that they offer an awful lot of things, you know, in, in big corporations and small benefits that they, that they try to, to utilize. But really, wellness programs are, are one of those benefits that we actually have studied more than all of the other benefits that companies uh, provide for us. So they have scientific, lots of them actually studies that look at workplace wellness programs and how do they work? How well are they working? So here are some statistics that every employer should be aware of on, uh, <clears throat> on these uh, workplace wellness programs. Wellness programs, number one, improve employee 
health behaviors. Okay, and that's those six principles to my wellness program. It helps improve those things. Um, and there's lots of studies this. So if a wellness program doesn't kind of change some, some behaviors, it's really not working at all. But it's a great place that, uh, that employees can be encouraged on a regular basis. We have another group of people there that, that can be uh, uh, peer group pressure or encouragement for those to kind of be doing those types of things. But they found that these workplace wellness programs, they found that employees started eating healthier. Huh, wow, imagine that. Smaller portions. They started exercising more, smoking less, drinking less. And here's another one, wearing their seatbelts more. I don't know how they did all this research, but it's fantastic. Um, they started controlling and, and helping with their overall stress. Um, they found that their levels of depression and anxiety went down. And it also shows that their life satisfaction went up uh, in a workplace wellness program. These are what the studies have 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 proven out. So that's a, that's a pretty good thing. So if we lower those or change those behaviors, it also reduces some of the health risks that were associated that are causing all of these different health conditions that are, that are, that our country is struggling with the, uh, blue, uh, blood glucose counts going up, uh, bl- cholesterol counts being up, high blood pressure going up when they're in these wellness programs and they're changing their behaviors. Guess what? The blood glucose levels are coming down, their cholesterol is coming down, their blood pressure is coming down. So these risk factors were being lowered as well. One particular study found that uh, five out of seven workers had improvement in all of these areas, even up to a year after starting this. So in other words, they started these programs and they stuck to it. Here's here's some interesting um, statistics. The New England Journal of Medicine reported that for every 1% drop in total cholesterol, the risk of having a heart attack dropped by two to 3%. For every one point drop in elevated diastolic blood pressure, so the blood pressure went down, there was another two to 3% drop in overall heart risk. That's a, that's a pretty good bang for your buck. So these wellness programs get put in place and in up to as short as six week period of time, we start seeing some of these risk factors going down. So there's hundreds of papers out there that uh, tell us all this uh, really cool statistics about how the health risks are lowering when folks are involved in these workplace wellness programs. So we look at, okay, how else does that help the business, the company? Well, their health costs actually go down too. That makes sense. If their employees are healthier, their health costs as a company are going to be lower. Um, wellness programs. Here's another one. Uh, and I talked to a group of business people and I said, listen to this one. Now, folks, this is significant for you folks that want to have a little better business. Workplace wellness programs improve productivity of their employees. Okay. Who doesn't want some employees that are doing a little bit more on their on the job all the time? Well, I'll raise my hand on that one, although I can't say that too loudly because my group uh, over here, they uh, they do work pretty hard all the time. But poor um, employee productivity uh, is greatly related to their overall health. And, and I learned a new word uh, in the in the research on all this. It's called presenteeism. Anybody know what presenteeism is? Okay, that's where they're being at work, but they're not really working. 
<laughs> so presenteeism. Um, I did this in a large group. I said, how many of you have employees who are there, but they're really not doing any work? And uh, enough of them were bold enough to raise their hand and say, yeah, I got, I've got some of those. Um, so presenteeism, being there but not really working, is also another direct correlation to the overall health of their group of employees. Um, so um, when they have employees who are, aren't very healthy, uh, they have two or three times greater impact or greater risk of presenteeism. So uh, and that makes a lot of sense. I mean, yes, uh, some of our employees are on on social media, not getting stuff done. But smokers, and here's some statistics that came out, smokers were 28% more likely to have high levels of presenteeism. Um, employees with unhealthy diets, 66% more likely to have presenteeism than those who ate you know, healthy foods, whole grains and fresh fruits and vegetables. And, and employees that didn't exercise were 50% more higher uh, to have presenteeism. So, wow. So we get positive health behaviors and their productivity comes up as well. I thought that was a fantastic statistic. Um, another one is that these wellness programs decrease the level of absenteeism. Well, that makes sense. You know, people aren't sick. They're they're wanting to come to work. They have a higher level of productivity. So that obviously uh, kind of goes hand in hand. But here's another one where they, they, they started uh, interviewing and surveying those that were out looking for jobs. And we have a lot of folks coming out of colleges today that are looking for jobs. And when, if they took company A and company B, it basically offered the same kind of benefits, but one had a pretty active wellness program for their employees. They found that these, uh, these potential recruits, they wanted that, that company more so than the company without a wellness program. So having a wellness program, I guess, spells out that, hey, we're really concerned about our group of people that are working for you. We want to try to do everything we can uh, to be healthy and, and that. So it helps in recruitment of the potential employees. And additionally, it, it helps in, and maintain and, and bring up the morale of your whole team. So there's a lot of positive things, uh, you know, going on that, that can help with these wellness programs that it can improve their health behaviors, elevate and those elevated health risks will be, will be reduced. Healthcare costs can be reduced. We'll have increased uh, productivity, decreased absenteeism, recruitment and retention is better. And also it helps with the morale of a particular company. And, and who would not want those uh, if you have a business? Those sound like real positive things. <clears throat> but you might be saying, well, gee, I'm just uh, I'm just too small of a company to really do any of this. What kinds of things can I can I throw into into my particular company? Uh, you know, I don't have time for it. Uh, whatnot. Well, there, whether you're small or large, there's some very simple things. One of the things I tell my, my patients, if we take their baseline of the healthy activities, uh, the six principles that they're doing, and let's say they're not really doing very much at all. And I say, well, how about if we add just a little bit of this or a little bit of that, uh, any little bit that you add to it elevates our overall wellness. So in the, the, looking at a business context, anything that you do in these particular areas is a positive and it will do more than what you're doing now, which may be nothing at all. I've done a lot of uh, lunch and learns and that's one of them. And here's just some quick ideas on some things that you can do. Uh, lunch and learns are real easy to set up. Um, you can have different 
uh, healthcare practitioners coming in, uh, everything from, you know, psychologists to chiropractors to massage therapists coming in and doing a, a lunch and learn. Most of your employees are going to eat lunch. A lot of them do it, you know, right on site. You can have these lunch and learns, which help to educate them and can agitate the, the team, the leadership and teach them some ways to incorporate some of these things. Um, some of the companies that I talk with, they, they can get deals at different health clubs, fitness clubs. They can get coaches that can come in and, and help people. Some people don't want to go to a gym, but they would talk to a health coach. So you, there's plenty of these out there that would love to come in and do a lunch and learn and then be able to build some relationships with people on your team and start coaching them. I know one particular real estate company that, that uh, has both a health coach and someone come in uh, on a regular basis and, and do exercise with their employees. And not everybody goes and does that, but certainly a, a percentage of them do, which is a, a plus for, for all of that. So it, it's real easy. There's different types of uh, surveys that you can do within your team, surveying their, their overall health um, and different types of programs that they might be interested in, that they might be able to do through their workplace. Uh, we see lots of uh, health-oriented type events here locally being in Florida. We can go outside year round most of the time. There's all kinds of events going on that A, your company could sponsor and certainly encourage your team to participate in. There's lots of local healthcare screenings that are going on from cancer screenings to cholesterol to, to uh, high blood pressure to all kinds of different screenings that are going on locally that you can inform your team about. You should have some type of... Uh, newsletter or some way to disseminate information within your within your business and you can incorporate a little health section to that where you can just give tips along the way and then also notify them of different events that are going on locally to be able to get out to and participate in so those are are some easy things to do we have a whole list of them here um, but uh, there let me give you a couple of uh, a couple of resources that you can go to that can kind of help you walk through that process either to a little bit. They've got some blogs on there that can give you kind of step-by-step -step how to do it on your own, or they will actually, you can actually hire them to help set up uh, some degree of health program. Um, <clears throat> Wellcoa is one, and, and that's www.wellcoa.org. Uh, slash providers. It has a blog there that has a ton of information on that. Uh, many different group health plans also have wellness programs that you can take advantage of and even pay for a lot of screenings and that. So if you provide uh, health insurance for your employees, talk with your carrier and they probably have some type of wellness program that you could tap into. Well Steps is a is another one. Uh, uh They have a blog that has a ton of information there. Um, so we have uh, uh, Wellcoa. We have your health insurance plans. We have Well Steps <clears throat> that give you a lot of information. I, I believe one of those Wellcoa will actually set up a wellness program for you, and I believe Well Steps also will will do that. I've asked them if I could use their information in this podcast. Uh, bottom line, a lot of people now with uh, with COVID are even thinking of their health to a greater degree. I tell my patients the best way to fight off COVID is to be healthy, you know, take care of yourself. 
So you have a, you know, have a group of employees that a, a great majority of them are thinking about their health to a greater degree. They're more conscious of their health than ever before. You know, so it's a great opportunity. It's a win-win for your employees, but also for your business. You know, your business will do better, you know, if you have healthier employees. So it's a great time, you know, to show some love towards your team by setting up, you know, some degree of, of wellness program, even if it's the very basics of that. But uh, having leadership step forward in these particular areas is, is a great way. So anyway, I hope that's been of help to you. Uh, wellness in the workplace, it's a, it's a great place to help people with their overall health. Um, it's one of the things that we do here at San Carlos Chiropractic, which is who sponsors Coffee with the Doc, San Carlos Chiropractic. You can reach me on my website, uh, drglennschafer.com, or you can call us right here at the office, 239-267-3133. We would love to help you out with any particular health problem. If you have questions about a wellness program at uh, your workplace, I'd I'd be glad to, to help you out any way that I can. Well, I hope this has been a, a helpful to you. Uh, tune in again next time for Coffee with the Doc. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer. To learn more about Dr. Schaefer, go to www.drglennschaefer.com. That's D-R-G-L-E-N-S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R.com. Or call 239-267-3133. You can also visit him at San Carlos Chiropractic. 19150 Acorn Road in Estero, Florida.